0: Welcome to Rich Conversations. Today we'll chat with fellow children's book author Alice Perez. She lives in Houston, Texas. I thought it'd be interesting to have someone on from a different part of the country and see how they're doing during the pandemic. I also asked her some questions that inspired some personal reflection, which I'm always down for. We had a good time and I'm excited to share this with you. You can follow her at Buy Alice Perez. Let's begin. All right so we have Al's Perez here and she's all the way in Houston Texas. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good thankfully I'm doing well. Um, I'm trying to follow the guidelines and trying to stay home as much as possible and I'm trying to stay as calm as I can during this whole pandemic
0: what what are kind of the guidelines in Texas like I'm in Chicago and I you know we have our guidelines here what, What's it like for you?
1: Um, I would say it's pretty much about the same um, like anywhere else like the whole, stay about six feet away. Um, They recently implemented a new guideline here in Houston where we have to wear masks now. Um, Oh, oh, really? Yeah, um, it's mandatory. And apparently if you don't wear a mask, uh, you could get it up to like a $1,000 fine. So, um, you know, and also staying home as much as possible.
0: Really? Yeah. Is that a state or is that a city? Is that Houston or is that Texas state? Uh,
1: It's it's Houston. So the city itself is saying that, yeah.
0: This, this may sound like a really dumb question, but where do you get face masks?
1: I honestly, okay, so I personally am getting mine off of Amazon, like the ones that you could reuse and just wash again. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I have no idea like where these people are getting all these face, because some of them have like the medical, surgical masks, and I have no idea where these people are getting those from.
0: Yeah, like, like I'm here in my apartment right now, and um, I'm looking out my window, and I see people walking by... And they all have face masks. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, how, I don't have a face mask. Like, where are they getting these, you know?
1: Yeah, I thought they were sold out.
0: (laughs) I, yeah, I haven't been like anywhere. So even in stores, I wouldn't, they're probably in the CVS right around the corner. (laughs) Probably. probably. (laughs) So how would you normally be spending your time?
1: So normally I am a teacher. So I would pretty much go to work in the morning. You know, uh, I'm there pretty much most days. I stay after school. um, I come back home. I either make or pick up dinner sometimes. I'm not really a cook. (laughs) Um, And then I unwind and get ready for bed. That's usually how my typical day goes about. Um, But now, since I've been at home quarantining, I just feel like it's more just being at home all day, which is a blessing. But I started a couple of new projects with that as well. And book two is on the way. So
0: I'm excited for that. So Alice is a children's book author like myself. Hold on. Let me get your book. I have it right over here.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) Vamos a Veracruz, right?
1: Yes, yes. Oh, my
0: gosh. why don't you say for the the listeners, uh, talk a little bit about the book real quick.
1: Yeah, so um, I wrote my children's book um, about a year ago. Well, I, I published it about a year ago, um, and I wrote it as, as tribute to my grandmother who passed away in 2017. I kind of wanted to do something to honor her, so um, I wrote my first children's book. It, it was it was a huge distraction when I was grieving her her passing, so it really helped me around that time. So, yeah. So it was
0: it was something that helped you get through the experience of of her passing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I've always I've always been a writer, but this definitely during during that time, it was just something that I needed as an extraction. Like I said, I wanted to do something as a tribute to her. So that was definitely something I wanted to do for her.
0: Yeah. And now it seems that um, you've been kind of taking it and then kind of sharing that message with other people and. uh, Yeah. Showing it to the world, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I also want to bring um, diverse like children's books into uh, children's literature. So that's something that's very important to me as well. So I kind of just I just so happened that I was doing a tribute to my grandmother. But also, you know, I'm really passionate about diversity. So,
0: yeah, I love it. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're also a teacher. What is it like right now? Are you doing it like remotely or what, what's that like?
1: Yeah. So yeah, we're doing everything remotely, sending parent emails, doing lesson plans. Everything is pretty much online these days. I do teach preschool. So like the kids are like three and four. So they're on the younger side. So
0: So how, how does that work with, since they're so much younger and their attention spans, like working with preschoolers, I'm sure is much different than junior high students, right?
1: Right. Yes. So it's basically like it's not as mandatory, I feel like as it is with other grades, like we could just send out like worksheets and just different things like that. And the parents are more than welcome to either do the work or if they can't, if they have, you know, work themselves, like, you know, they don't they're not obligated to do it. But it's something that we just like to send out for them to have at home.
0: Yeah. So you're staying at home, what's something new you're doing or feeling during COVID-19 that has surprised you?
1: So something that has definitely surprised me is I picked up cooking. Um I've never really had an interest for cooking, so I'm pretty surprised how well I could actually cook. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been like cooking like chicken Alfredo and quesadillas and breakfast tacos and I don't know, I've all of a sudden became a chef.
0: <laughs> I feel like more a lot more people are becoming chefs right now.
1: Right. And that's actually surprising. Like I said, I'm like, oh I didn't think I could actually do this, but I guess you know, when you're bored and there's not really much else to do and you run out of things to do, it's like, oh, OK, well, I guess I'll pick up cooking. Why not?
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> have you been listening to uh, music during this time?
1: Yes. So
0: <laughs> what have you been listening to?
1: <laughs> OK, so I have to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I've actually been listening to a lot of Eminem.
0: <laughs> Eminem.
1: Yes. I actually. Why, love why do you energy. think that is? I don't know. I just love his energy. Um, I don't know. I've always liked listening to his music, like when I was younger. And lately I've just been listening to a lot of his music. Um, and not to, I, mean, I haven't been listening to like his newer album, but uh, just more of like the older stuff that I used to listen to. But yeah, yeah. I just think it's funny. Like when I tell my friends like, oh yeah, I've been listening to Eminem. They're like, no, you haven't. I guess like, I have. I swear to God.
0: <laughs> you mentioned the energy. Is it also too, I was talking to another person about this. I'm curious if people are retreating back to music that they find comforting or like ha- has a certain place in their lives and they're going back to that place right now.
1: Yeah, um, maybe.
0: You're like, uh, not I, really. <laughs> I,
1: I can, no, I can No, I can actually see that. Yeah, I really can. <laughs> I mean, like times back then were a lot more simpler than now. So it's like, eh, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's something you're excited about? to experience again after the pandemic?
1: Well, I'm really huge on family. So definitely looking forward to spending time with them after all this is over is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. I'm a huge family girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, what what types of things would you guys be doing?
1: So like yeah, you know, like the typical like family gatherings, game nights, um, anything around that kind of stuff. And I, I love it's crazy. Like I, I feel like if I weren't a teacher or an author, I'd probably be a party planner. I love getting nice. like the cake and everything for like my family and like decorating everything. So I don't know, like we we, we I mean, my family goes all out for like Easter, Christmas, you name it. So definitely, I, I I miss that for sure.
0: Are you excited about anything else to experience again after this is over?
1: Um, yeah, I would also say just going outside, like, cause parks are also closed here in Houston, um, but they're they are reopening them soon. Um, so just going outside and just being normal again. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just want, I, I'm, and I'm not a homebody at all whatsoever. So yeah. being at home has kind of driven me a little crazy, but you know, I'm dealing with the, to the best, you know, of my ability, but yeah, i definitely looking back, looking forward to being normal, honestly.
0: <laughs> it's so interesting how everybody's using the word normal, like this amazing thing, like yeah. normal is so amazing yeah, and like I, fantasizing I like about is. normal.
1: Yeah, I feel like, I just almost feel like it is at this point. It's like, oh my gosh, normal, yes.
0: <laughs> Describe Houston a little more. Like, I've never been there. What What's it like, and what do people yeah. do there?
1: I mean, I don't, I personally don't think it's like a fun city at all. Uh, but most, <laughs> yeah, I really don't. Most of my, like, friends and family are like, oh yeah, H-Town, like, all the way. But, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it's a big city, and I think, it, I believe it's the fourth largest city and uh, the United States but
0: it's really spread out right
1: yeah yeah it's pretty there's different suburbs um, you know I, there's really not much to do like besides your typical city I guess like there's like bars clubs uh, coffee shops you know you name it but I don't think there's any and it's pretty flat there's not a lot of like hills or any of that so
0: yeah that's familiar in Chicago here too oh in the is Midwest. it
1: west oh, yeah, okay. very
0: flat Flatlanders. Yeah you got to drive everywhere, though, right? In Houston?
1: In Houston, yes. Yes, for sure. Uh, if you want to get to Target or Walmart or your nearest grocery store, you got to drive. There's no subways. <laughs> no walking. I mean, walking, I guess, could be normal if you live, like, in, like, downtown Houston. But for the most part, I still think people use their cars, even, in downtown Houston.
0: <laughs> I See, I'm imagining, like, people in Texas yeah. love oh, yeah. their, like, big <laughs> cars and trucks and
1: yeah, you see a lot of that, too. And, you know, it's crazy because if you drive two hours away from Houston and go to Austin, Austin has a lot of hills. And it's a lot. It's not as flat as Houston. It's really pretty. Okay.
0: Um,
1: so I just I, th- I feel like whenever I go to Austin, it's like two different. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're in two different worlds.
0: <laughs> how, far, how far away are you from the beach?
1: Um, so my nearest beach is like Galveston, uh, which the water is not that pretty. I must say it's like. Pretty, not it's just not pretty. <laughs> okay. Um, it's about it's about like an hour drive from where I'm at.
0: Okay. It's yeah. not too bad, and well, yeah. I don't know. So do people go there often or no?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, people, I mean, people still want to go to the beach, whether it's pretty or ugly. But <laughs> you know, okay. it's like they 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 still go. And there's people that have like their beach houses out there and stuff. I mean, it's it's nice on like you know on certain days and like the weather's nice and you can kind of just like oversee everything and not really like pay attention to the water, but
0: <laughs> yeah. you could just
1: imagine that you're somewhere else, then you're good.
0: We're going to go a little bit more introspective now.
1: Okay. All for it.
0: <laughs> What's a personal mantra or philosophy that guides you?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, so I always have gone by live the life you imagine. It's just something that's always kind of just stuck with me.
0: Say it again. What is it?
1: Uh, live the life you imagine.
0: Live the life you imagine. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's just something that's kind of just stuck. I just feel like when you're older and you look back, do you want to remember the goals that you achieved, like the things that you made possible because of your ambitions? You know, it's just something that's always just been in the back of my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Live the life you imagine.
0: Yeah. Describe the best day of your life.
1: That's a good one as well. Um, so this may be surprising, but I vividly remember my sixth birthday.
0: Sixth birthday,
1: my sixth birthday. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, My whole family was there and I got I got the cake that I wanted, the Barbie dream house I wanted. Um, I've asked for that Barbie dream house for months and it was the first time that my parents let me invite friends to my birthday. So I don't know. Everything at that moment was just perfect.
0: Wow. How long do you have that Barbie uh, house for?
1: I had it probably for a good, I want to say a good five, six years, um, and then I, I gave it away. I, I, it's crazy because I actually had a whole Barbie collection growing up, and um, when it was time for me to give the Barbie Dream House away, I gave it to me, like my childhood best friend's little uh, her her sister. So okay. I don't know, that was really hard for me. I was pretty upset, but at the same time, I knew that it was going to a good home. Yeah, I just, you gotta. I, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to let go of that thing, you know? I was like, oh, it's my Barbie dream house.
0: <laughs> what, uh, what was the cake like? Do you remember the cake at all?
1: I do. So it's crazy. Like, it wasn't even anything, like, over the top. It was a cake from Marble Slab, and it just had, like, these cute little four ice cream cones on it. And for some reason, I saw it one time. that we, My dad took me to, like, the ice cream shop, and I just wanted that cake, like, for my birthday. And it. Okay. it it just so happened that he took me like sometime in like September and my birthday is in November and I just remembered it. And I was like, I want that cake. And sure enough, they, they got it for me. So that was wow. pretty special. Yeah.
0: Look at that. Do you have photo? Do you have like uh, photos of the birthday and you can like see like what friends were there and are you still yeah. friends with them? And, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: I, I do. I don't speak to them anymore. Um, not because of anything bad or anything like that. I just don't speak to them because, you know, we lost communication over the years
0: you were and six just, and you're right,
1: right, now. <laughs> right right exactly um yeah no i i do have pictures from it and the whole theme for the party it was cinderella and i i just loved cinderella at the time like you know your average six-year-old kid but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know it was pretty special and it was like t- i don't know why like i could just go back and like just be happy and think about that and be like oh my gosh that was like the best day of my life so
0: wow yeah you do you remember your uh childhood memories quite a bit?
1: I do a lot actually
0: <laughs> okay because I don't think i I don't think I do as much
1: you know it's funny a lot of my friends tell me that as well like I have a couple of friends that have been like, hey yeah like I don't remember that or but then again I have a few friends that have told me like I do remember certain things um but I feel like I have more friends that have told me that they don't remember versus remembering
0: hmm you think it has anything to do with you being a preschool teacher? And
1: maybe. No, it could be. I don't I don't know, to be quite honest with you. But it's funny. My mom, every time that I something comes up, like I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that. And I have a cousin that I consider like a sister, and she's like me as well. Like, she'll be like, I remember and she's actually a teacher as well, which is funny that you say that. And okay. um and my other cousin, who's, which is her sister, she doesn't remember anything. And she'll be like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Mm. <laughs> and we're, we're always like, yeah, remember? It happened just like this. Remember? And, like, my mom yeah. will be like, I don't understand how you guys remember that. But, <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's kind of like an ongoing joke. Like, sometimes, like, when I see her, I'll be like, do you remember this? And, you know, she'll be like, yeah. obviously I
0: don't. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> do you have a favorite travel experience?
1: Oh, yes, I do. Um, so my family and I took a road trip to Florida. This is like a couple of years. Well, not even a couple of years. It was like a long time ago. But um, we drove 14 hours and we rented a huge van, four adults, six kids. It was definitely fun and
0: just crazy. This, is, this must have been a huge van.
1: Oh, my gosh, it was. And it was just fun and crazy all at the same time. Um, I don't know what it was that me and my cousins wanted to go to Disneyland and or Disney World. I'm sorry. And. My family just made it happen somehow, and we went, and we didn't just go to Disney World. We went to a couple of the beaches out there, but...
0: So, this is uh, where in Florida? You guys went to Orlando, and then somewhere else?
1: Yes. I think the beach is called Dustin. Dustin? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Dustin, or... or, uh, Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was really pretty. Like, if you put, like, your feet in the water, like, the water is, like, really clear, but nothing like Galveston here in Houston, so...
0: (laughs) I'm looking at a map right now.
1: Yeah. Somewhere in Florida. It
0: looks like it's right by Niceville. Like I that's guess the name so. of the, that's <laughs> the name of the town, Niceville. Small town. Pensacola. Yeah. Okay, so it's on yes. the panhandle.
1: Yeah, and we actually went there too, actually, now that I think about it. Pensacola, it sounds really familiar. Yeah. But that was definitely the most fun trip I could possibly remember.
0: Which what's the one in Florida? That's Disney World?
1: Disney World. Yeah. I'm a huge Disney fan, so I should know that. Um, But yeah, Disney World is the one in Florida and um, Disneyland is the one in California. I actually just got back from there.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Which one is bigger? Which one's considered like the premier one?
1: Uh, Disney World for sure. Yeah. It has like four parks. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to go and do all these cool things. You know, they have all these rides and Disneyland has it's the original park, but it has just Disneyland and California Adventure. I should be a spokesperson for them. Like I'm you <laughs> here, like, oh yeah, I have this, this. <laughs> what's your
0: What's your favorite part of the Florida one?
1: Florida one, it's definitely Magic Kingdom. I love their castle. Like everything about it is yeah. just like really like.
0: That's so the pretty. iconic one, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that, and I also love Epcot because
0: yeah, so, like I love Epcot. It's,
1: it's so cool. Like everything about it is also pretty cool, and it makes you feel like you're in different parts of the world. Yes. You know, without not really so being. That's what's so incredible. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool too. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> do
0: you have a favorite ride? Yes, I do.
1: Um, it's definitely Space Mountain. Um, I've always been a huge fan of anything I was like, you know, like roller coasters or any yeah. cool like amusement parks. But um, Space Mountain is definitely my favorite ride.
0: That's <laughs> like a roller coaster, right? Space Mountain?
1: It, no, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, so okay. you go in, it's air in the dark and. The, the lights are off completely and you're just going like it goes like I, I'm pretty sure you go upside down at some point but you're just having so much fun that you don't even like think of that at that moment you so know? it feels like you're um, in space yeah exactly okay yeah wow yeah. that's pretty cool and I, I love space anything that has to do with space too and I'm I could go into like a whole like rabbit hole and be like oh my god that's so cool like I learned this about space and etc but
0: do you think so, that has anything to do with uh your proximity to nasa like NASA being in Houston?
1: I mean, I it could. I it's I don't know to be honest with you, but it yeah. could. Yeah.
0: Huh. What's the other one? So you have you have Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot.
1: And uh, I think it's like MGM or something like that. Uh it's like MGM okay. Studios, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. I think I went to that one.
1: Yeah, that's where they have Tower of Terror.
0: One of the, yeah, it's with like yeah. the movies and stuff. And they have yeah. Harry that's are you into Harry Potter?
1: Yes, I am. But I am not like like a like huge crazy fanatic. Yeah. My um my best friend is she like collects anything that has to do with Harry Potter. Um, and she loves Harry Potter so much. Like she could go to like uh I think it's called like the wizard Wizard World or something like that. I can't remember the name.
0: But, it's in Orlando, right?
1: Right. Okay. And she's she's gone like quite a few times, and she loves it. But I don't know. I don't know if I would be like brave enough to go on any of the harry potter rides because i know like a lot of the rides like from what she told me have like spiders and i i hate spiders like that's like my number one fear
0: (laughs) what is it called arachnophobia yes
1: yes they they just freak me out so she's always like yeah like they have spiders and and of course like Mm -hmm. most most of the movies and the books like they talk about like these huge spiders being you know in harry potter world or whatever and she's like yeah like it's crazy you would love it you wouldn't even think about it <laughs> and i'm like you would love it. yeah and i'm like uh no i don't think i was <laughs> so
0: <laughs> all those parks are probably shut down right now right I they mean, of are yeah, yeah
1: they are and it's crazy because while i was there this past time at the one in california we get like a message and i have i have an app on my phone like where i'm following all the rides and um I got a message and it goes like it said something along the lines like, oh, today will be like the last day that Disney open or something. And me and my friend that were there yeah. were like freaking out. Yeah. We were like, what is going on? And so sure enough, we get back home and we heard that they were closing all the parks. So we just so happened to be there, like literally the day before they closed.
0: Wow. So, yeah, thought that was, pretty I was crazy. Yeah, I was thinking about um, when like all this was going on. Like, things weren't shut down yet in Chicago, and I'm a big uh, museum guy. So I was like, man, should I just go to the, the Art Institute and the Field Museum? Because they're going to shut down eventually. Um, right. And sure enough. And then so I asked my friend. He's like, bro, they already closed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, you didn't get that email?
1: <laughs> Too late. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. <laughs> if you could drop in on any period of world history when and where would it be
1: okay so I would it would definitely have to be the 50s for sure
0: something about yeah
1: like something about it like just draws my attention and like I like where where
0: in the the 50s
1: I don't know like just anywhere that has like a diner and like cute clothing yeah there's not like you know like a specific a specific reason why I just I just I don't know I think about the 50s and I'm like how that seems like it's pretty cold time period um, I just really like their fashion. Um, and it's it's actually really funny because I actually wore a poodle skirt for Halloween three times in a row, one time. Um, like literally, yes. like each Halloween. Yeah. And I don't know if I wore it three times because I loved it so much or because we were broke. Like I <laughs> yeah, I literally can't bold. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember and I keep asking my mom, I'm like, Mom, are we broke? And she goes <laughs> like and she's like, I mean, I think you just really like the skirt. <laughs> Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, it, it was definitely one of my favorite costumes to wear.
0: Yeah, the 50s. What an interesting time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Like, I could just think of myself. I could, like, imagine myself at a diner, like, drinking a smoothie or something. I don't know. I just think that's pretty cool.
0: What's the most memorable scent in your life?
1: So that one's pretty easy. Um, It would have to be my grandmother's perfume. Um, she wore Coco Chanel, like, every single day. <laughs> And um, I don't know, like, every time that someone sprays it or just, like, puts it on, I just immediately think of her. Oh. Yeah.
0: Huh. I'm sure Coco Chanel has, like, a bunch of different scents, right?
1: Oh, yeah. They have, like, different ones. So it's, like, a like,
0: distinctive one?
1: Yeah. Like, it was, like, it comes in, like, a pink bottle. And, like, we, we would get it for her every Christmas. And she just, like, okay. loved that. Yeah. So, I don't know what it was, but she loved it. And she would, like, spray it. And she she lived with my, my mom, my dad, and I growing up. so. Okay. Yeah, I was really close to her. And it's funny because, like, I would have to say, like, she would, like, literally yell at me, like, 24-7 because I would sneak into her room and try to, like, spray it on myself as, like, a seven-year-old
0: or something. Oh, just kind
1: yes. of put it on myself. She's like, hey, that's expensive. Like, you know? Yeah, I bet that's really expensive, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's okay. And I would put it on, like, my dolls and everything. And she's like, that's yeah. expensive. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. What a, what a child thing to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: What about a sound? Is there for a distinctive sa- sound?
1: I mean, for sound, I would actually have to say her yelling. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's funny for, for taking her perfume. <laughs> um, literally, like, her voice um, just meant so much. Like, just even, you know, I was talking to, like, a couple of my friends and my cousins, and I was telling them how much, like, I miss her voice, you know? That's something that, that for sound, I guess, that would be something that I could definitely...
0: you um, someone that clearly means a lot to you, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, she yeah. she she played a huge role in my life, and I, I miss her dearly. So.
0: Yeah, what's the most influential book you've ever read?
1: For book, um, I would actually have to say The Great Gatsby. <laughs> Great Gatsby. Okay. Yeah. So funny story. Why is that? I- it actually didn't, like, really catch my attention at first. Um, I feel like I was forced to read it because, like, my 11th English teacher was like, you guys have to read it. And I feel like most kids read it in high school anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so she, she assigned it to our class for homework. And um, I was forced to read it. And I absolutely loved it. Like, honestly, I just fell in love with the story. And it inspired me to want to actually work hard but yeah. always be mindful and careful on who you trust along the way.
0: Yeah. I like that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where the Gatsby ranks in like people's favorite books, but in high school, that was probably the most influential book on me, I would say. Yeah, because yeah, it's like it talks about the American dream and like working hard and reckless right. people. And then it's like old money and new money. and right. how Yeah, it's just it's really interesting. I reread that like a year ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, was I, just I like, love that book.
0: <laughs> I was blown away by like how relevant it still is. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, when they made the film, I was so, like, excited. I was like, wow, this is awesome, yeah. and it's pretty awesome. You know, like, I had watched the original film before the, the, oh, yeah. the newer film came out, but...
0: The Robert Redford one?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love that one. And I actually, I don't know why, like, sometimes, like, I, I like both films, but I could still go back and watch the other one and be, like, content with that, too, like, and be like, oh, my gosh, like, this one's actually pretty good, because I feel like some people are like, no, like, newer films are better, like, you know, they have so much more, and et cetera, but... Yeah. That's another time period that I would be, like, really interested to, like, you know, like, time travel were thing. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, 20s, for sure.
0: The 20s would be super interesting.
1: I feel like I say that I want to go back to all these time periods because I'm like, oh, the style, you know, not necessarily because of the situation at the time.
0: Basically, like, you wouldn't want to live in any part of history. Yeah.
1: No, 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 no <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm like, uh, I think I'm, I'm good where I'm at today, but...
0: Because anybody yeah. during that time would be like, "I will definitely take your place. Like, let's for, switch." Right. You know?
1: For sure. <laughs> you got. Sure. You got
0: what? You got that? You got. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like more so the romanticism of it. Right. Is there a movie or TV show that's influenced you too?
1: Oh my gosh, this is actually really funny. But film, like, I have so many favorites. Um, so like, I absolutely love movies. Um, and especially like horror films. <laughs> and, okay. like, most people, most people, like, if I tell them that, they're like, no, you don't. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> but um, growing up, my uncle, he lived in the same household as I did. And um, he would watch anything from, like, Nightmare on Elm Street or, like, Poltergeist, um, any of the classic horror films. And he eventually let me watch these films with him. Mind you, my mom has mm-hmm. no idea, like, no idea, like, at all whatsoever. Wow. She has no knowledge of this. And,. He he knew like if she found out, like she would be livid. Like he just knew. Yeah. But long story short, um, I'm just pretty incredibly grateful to my uncle because I don't know, like I feel like he taught me not to be afraid, you know? And he was just pretty yeah. yeah, he would always say, like, the monsters that you see on that screen are not real. The ones that are real are outside the door. And that definitely stuck with me as well. And I, I don't know why. Like now whenever I see a scary movie, I'm just like, Oh yeah, it's not real, you know, whatever. But yeah I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that um i'm not you know a big scaredy cat <laughs>
0: is there a distinctive uh scary movie or horror film of yours
1: i love it i love stephen king um anything from mm-hmm. like pet cemetery children of the corn i don't know but it and I, and I know that sounds pretty like you know like everybody likes it since it just recently came back out yeah. but i really do I, I i had finished that book by the time i was like in ninth grade And my parents had finally like budged in a little bit and like, all right, fine, you can read it. And I started the summer of eighth grade. And, um, you know, like if I went to a friend's house and they saw that I had the book in my bag, my parents would just kind of be like, "Uh, (sighs) you're letting your child read that. (laughs) My mom would just be like, you know, we've had this conversation. We already explained to her like, yeah, she's okay. She has my permission. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. So was it the book or the, the like old movie? That.
1: Um, I would so I watched the mini series first. Um, I'll be honest. Like I didn't read the book first because my uncle would yeah. constantly watch that, you know? And he would watch that on television and I would just be like, okay. And I, I actually thought it was funny to be honest with you, because he <laughs> was a clown. So I just didn't think yeah. there was and I saw that he wasn't scared. So I wasn't, you know, it's like I just feel like when you introduce a child to something at a young age, they're just kind of like, oh, well, there's nothing wrong right. with this. So I would just watch along and Eventually, um, I found out, you know, as I got older that there was a book and I wanted to read the book and I begged my mom. I was like, can I please read the book? Because with the miniseries, my uncle would skip certain parts or he would like, you know, just kind of fast forward some things. Yeah. But I feel like with the book, you can't really do that. <laughs> so, you know, my mom was just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. And finally, <laughs> eventually she was just like, OK, fine. You can read the book. Yeah. But so, yeah, I would say both. <laughs>
0: What's something that few people know or understand about you?
1: Um, I would say the relationship with my dad. So growing up, my dad wasn't really present at times, but I'm glad to say that we're in a good place now. So most people wouldn't know that just because we're pretty, you know, like in a good spot. So mm-hmm. yeah, they would think that our relationship has always been like this perfect, but it hasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it takes work.
1: Yeah, Relationships, for sure. right? For sure. Yeah.
0: Can you remember a time when you decided what kind of person you were going to be?
1: Yeah, actually, I can. (laughs) So I picked up writing at an early age. And um, in sixth grade, my teacher asked us to create vision boards. And mine was pink. It was really big and it was really pretty. But I just remember putting on there that I wanted to be an author or a film director one day. And I really love film, like I was telling you just a minute ago. Um, so I don't know the fact that I am an author now, like it's just it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I just remember like I, I knew like that's what I want to do. like i'm I'm gonna work hard to do that one day. So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure.
0: So, the last question I have for you, after this pandemic passes, what's a positive result you imagine could emerge? Um,
1: You know, I would hope people won't take their daily routine for granted. Hopefully people could just, you know, learn to appreciate the little things in life. So, yeah, Yeah. that's the positive. (laughs) I like it. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks. Thanks for chatting with me today. I appreciate that.
1: No, for sure. Thank you for having me. This has been so much
0: fun. Thanks for listening to Rich Conversations. Again, you can follow Alice at By Alice Perez. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe and wash your hands.